This episode is sponsored by the HMD Rosetta EQ. Use the code AUDIONERDS for $10 off at the helpmedevon.com store right now. Hurry. Now, on to your episode. Yo, yo, what's going on? Y'all, your boy Devon Terrell. Welcome to the Audio Nerds Podcast, a podcast for audio nerds like yourself. Please make sure you comment, like, and subscribe, and make sure one lucky person in that comment section is going to get that VIP Gold Edition Rosetta EQ or compressor. Please leave your at name in the actual comment so we can hit you on Instagram and say that you won. My name is Devon Terrell. I'm a Pro Tools user, um, and I'm very proud of that. And please don't say sheesh. I have good therapy. I have a good credit score, and um, I just feel like that's what my dog brings to the yeah, table. because that, that monthly payment... Should add to your credit. That's true. I'm not gonna lie. Should. All right, you got that. We Damn. do pay monthly. Yeah, so okay, that's fine. Damn, that's fine. I'm not gonna lie. Pro Tools waves UAD. Yeah, I should be like, I should should be like 700 right now. That is literally the I'm price of your door. I want. That was that was. Yeah, I got you. I killed you. That's a great transition. No because problem. I'm actually Ableton, and it is actually egregious that we have to pay that much. That's Where's the student Say, prices at? You keep saying e words and trying to make them a words. Actually, I know egregious. It's actually egregious, and it's actually egregious. Actually, That's fine. Actually there is something to say about aptitude and GPAs and <clears throat> FL Studio users. Oh boy! See, I wasn't trying to. Shoot I feel like, like tell you, us who you are. Though. I'd love like to know. I feel like we the college dropouts, man. It's the college dropout. Oh, that was LJ. Fire. Come on, that was fine. You did drop out of college. That's true. Is there, um, <laughs> you said you. That's I'm literally well, what you just said. But like, well-educated college dropout. <laughs> I go by the name of LJ, and I am an FL Studio user. Yes, okay. and and when you see us in this room, we always have a very very special oh, guest, yeah. someone that I'm really appreciative uh, to take the time out of their day, their busy schedule, um, and has a plethora of information and just records under their belt that I'm really excited to just kind of touch on and talk yes, about. Sir, Would you like man. to do the honors, my brother? Come on, of course I would love to, man, because this guy he's he's inspired a lot of my production when yep. it comes down to. Uh, instrumentation, that's a very, very big thing. And um, he accentuates on that. So you've heard him on Chris Brown Records, Kanye, mm -hmm. uh, Kalani, Frank Ocean. And these are hits. These ain't no album cuts. These are hits. Uh, my guy Mars. Make sure you know some Mars one time, man. Yeah, yeah. Now, Mars, thank you um, for being here, man. Like, seriously, dog. Um, it really means a lot when we get people like of your caliber, like from a musician standpoint, too, to be on the show. Um, one thing we always ask everyone that comes here, mm -hmm. and I'm really excited about this one. We said it off camera. What was your DAW journey? So, like, what was, like, the first door you used? Or even if it was, like, you know, just straight up consoles and stuff, and we can age ourselves on this podcast, um, to where you are now. Like, what was your DAW journey? Uh, so, of course, as a musician, it was, you know, live first. So, mm -hmm. um, I was introduced to sequencing through the... Trinity Plus was a Korg synthesizer. Oh, gotcha. So I would play it at church, and um, that's how I kind of, like, start getting into production, you know? So right. I just accidentally pressed the record thing one time, and sequence, boom. So I started, you know, figuring that out. Then by the time I got to the Underdog Studio and started working with them, they had only computers and keyboards. Got you. So I was like... Yo, where's the NPC? They like, yeah. nah, we ain't doing that here. Right, like, right. Every every room and every, you know, anywhere you see a keyboard is logic in front of it. Yeah. Got wow. you. you know what I'm saying? Right. So that's, I was like, I'm not learning. Like, right. And at that time, I had a little bit, you know, going. So I was like, man, I need an NPC. Right. You know, I thought I was going to be able to get it, which I didn't. So right, right. after like a week or so, you know, I learned logic. And that's right. how I like, you know, start getting into like production. really production. Yeah. Right. Because I... 
pretty much did take you down on accident, like learning. I, d- I did take you down learning logic. Wow. You know so got like, you. Okay. That's yeah. it. Yeah, we're going to touch that. Yeah, we're going to touch that. That was finish, crazy. Finish your journey. Let him finish his journey, though. So, boom. So, yeah. after logic, um, uh, I just was searching for a certain sound. Like, my drums, I had to do too much to, like, make mm. my drums sound like how I wanted. And it still sounded, like, too compressed. Uh-huh. So, um, I started using Reason. Uh-huh. And then I was it just changed everything. Why? Right. Cuz I, I didn't really have to like I don't have to do too much. I don't do compression at all. Right. Mm. You know right. what I'm saying? I just sometimes I may tweak the sounds, but Right. But do you do you stay even stay away from compression? What what makes you stay away from compression by the way? Is it what is um it? in in Reason it's is it's like its own sound. So if I'm if I'm pushing the kick I know, like, if it's in the red, I know how it sounds, though. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So Got it's you. like, if it sounds good, uh-huh. you know, I don't mind red lights. Where normally in Logic or any other DAW, it's like, no red lights. Right, you know what I'm saying? right, so, right, right. Um, even, you know, when I'm, like, teaching or, like, uh, suggesting things to people that ask, I'm like, always start your music at negative... You know, halfway below zero. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Just the so you have room. a yeah, right. you have a sense of where the drums can sound, the characters, like the frequency. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So that way, it's not super muddy. Right. Right. You know? right. So like, right. that's why the compression thing just didn't really make it, sense. It's like your... it already has its own sound. Right. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you're you're obviously you know as a musician you're actually doing a good job of just your sound selection and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I'd like to think so. Yeah, I would <laughs> like to like to tell you that you do. <laughs> Thank um, you. So yeah, I can understand that. So wow, so you landed in reason, and the reason why I thought that was so big is because. Entendre, don't even ask me how. <laughs> <laughs> that happens a lot. Some noise. We got a first reason guy. I, Sorry, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. For real. For real. Show us a lot of reason. That's how he got you hear on the pod because uh, he commented uh, on our door wars. Uh, yeah, clip. facts. He was yeah. like, man, victory lap. 90% was none of reason. And boy, did, did the comments, did those kids go, I told you. <laughs> like, we got a lot of people uh, that follow us that are, like, galvanized when it comes to, like, reason and stuff. Mm-hmm. But obviously, we was like, well, who uses reason? You know, right. even, like, on a, not saying a more professional level, but just someone that we can actually point to and say, right. yo, this yeah. record was done there, this record was exactly. done there. So it's really interesting to hear someone that done the reason. Is reason still, to this day, like, very rack-based? Like, yeah, 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 I still like that. It is, but um, so like when I started using Reason, it, I guess it was rag, rag based. Well, yeah, it was rag based. Mm-hmm. It was no like VSTs or third party, but you know, that's incorporated now. So it's just so much easier for right. your workflow because right. you know I'm just Serato sample. I don't need the warp. I got warp now, right? Because I got Serato sample, and right. then you're I'm just flying. off and running, right, yeah. right, right, and stuff like that. Heck yeah, hey man. Um. You guys, I want to talk about your uh, switch or growth, at rather, from being a musician in the church to becoming a producer because I started as a musician in the church as well. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while to... It feels like once you know how to play something and you can make a beat, if you can put some drums together, it's like, I'm a producer. But when did you mm. see the switch between uh, between the two in yourself? Mm. That's a great question. Um, to be honest, it was like a period of time that I went through where... I just felt like I figured it out. You know what I'm saying? I was mm-hmm. making beats and doing all on the Trinity I was talking about. Right, right, right. And I'm like sending CDs to Warren Campbell and, you know, Nissan Stewart, like some of my, yeah. you know, bigger homies and cousins in the game. And they was just like, man, your ideas are dope, but, you know, once you figure it out, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's too much. Right, you know? right. So I had to go through a process of figuring out how to um, not only 
still implement the musicality, mm -hmm. but to keep it, you know, fun and still an experience so people can digest it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's like right. the journey. Right. But at the same time, I had to figure out, like, did I want to be more at this time, did I want to be more of a producer or more of a musician? Mm -hmm. So, like, that was the thing. And I was like, mm, I love, like, making musical history. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I love playing. Like, I, I could play every day, but it's like, right. that's me playing right now. Nobody knows. It's not going to change nobody's life. Yeah. Right. But me playing something and it comes out tomorrow uh -huh. that would inspire somebody that's like, dang, I never thought about that. Or, mm -hmm. you know, this song or this words. or the, You know what I'm saying? Like, right. something a part of what I did. So, I think, that encouraged me more, you know what I'm saying, to right, right. focus more on production. Right. So it was easier to kind of like <clears throat> just implement the musicality mm -hmm. and just focus more on like, okay, what aspects? All right, now it's about the song. Mm -hmm. Now it's about writing. I need to know all of these things. So as a producer, I can have, I can tell you why this doesn't work or right, why right. this should work. Or, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so that, you filling out the space and stuff exactly. like that and like kind of learning, I guess like in you learning like the overall process, it kind of helped you from a production side to be like, leave room for the vocal or Facts. like not yeah. doing too much. Because that's funny. A lot, I know a lot of producers, young producers suffer with that where it's like, you you may be doing too much where an artist will hear it and be like, this is great, but I can't like find myself because within it and stuff like that. We, for some reason, we all go through a phase uh, where we, it feels like we're doing it for our peers, not for the listening public. Mm -hmm. We're making beats that the producers will go crazy. They're like beat battles. When you look right. at some of them beat battles beats, it's like, these are crazy, but if I try to spit a 16... Yeah, I've never listened to a beat like, battle and said, oh, I want to yeah. get on, you know what I mean? Like, right. oh, I'm about yeah. to, yeah, yeah. I feel it's like the perfect record. record. Yeah, never, yeah. Or like engineers who, um, like, will get a mix back and it'll sound good. Like, we were just talking to Omar, yeah. where the vocal will sound great, right. but it's just like, I'm an engineer. I got to do something to it just for, in case the engineers ask me or whatever. It's like, right. it's, a, it's an ego thing at the end of the yeah. day, but mm. also once you shift your focus to the viewing public and your audience, that's when you realize it. Because the average lady going to work is not going to care about if that 808 is a spins or right. uh, a rider 808. You know right, I mean? right, right, right. Um, she just going off a feeling, you saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Warren Campbell. Mm -hmm. The GOAT. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. if, you do not, if you do not know, there's a gospel music legend. He's a music legend, period, and he's done a lot facts, of secular. Facts. But his gospel hits, and you were a part of one of the biggest bops. Like, talk about bops. It's not no choir record. No, this is a bop. Uh -huh. It's Dietrich Haddon. It's Mary Mary. And, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> It's Ruben Stutter. My mother's wow. going to lose her mind when she like sees this. Do is one of them joints. Right. Yeah. Just talk about that process. How did that come about? Mm. Um, I was signed to Warren uh, around that time. And, uh, you know, he was working. Of course, he had Mary Mary. And uh, it was just, he already had everything kind of going. Mm -hmm. But he he just uh, basically called me and was like, yo, I want to bring you in on something, you know. Just make it fresh, you know. Make right. it, you know what I'm saying? You. Like, mm -hmm. you know, make your shit, you know, add your shit to it. Right. So, um, yeah, it was like I came in and I was just like super young, super, yeah. you know, just do whatever. I'm just doing the first thing I heard. Right. And it was like, okay, cool. That was and he he worked, he works very intentionally. Like, mm -hmm. this is this is the plan. This is the these are the type of songs we need to write. This right. is, you know what I'm saying? Like right. he has the the sonics, like what he wants the project to sound like. Everything is already mapped out. Right. So it's kind of easier, as well as a great learning experience to yeah. see how, you know, instead of just making beats, making beats, making right. beats. Right. Right. You know, it's like this song isn't the same as this song, or you know, right. stuff like that. So it was dope to be able to be a part of that record because that was like 
I think the single and the like, the tr- yeah, you know what I'm saying, huge, yeah. especially at to that time, day. yeah. You know, to so. this day, man, that shit, oh, bro. I do want to take it back a little bit to that era. Um, one of the biggest records in your catalog is obviously Stronger, and sometimes producers, uh, musicians, and just anybody a part of a record, sometimes you be like. You'll hear revisions need to be made or whatever. You get scared, like, yo, y'all gonna take out what I did or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that song, specifically, uh, we, is well-documented. That that song went through a lot of stages, a mm-hmm. lot of processes, yep. mixing and everything. So I wanted to know how um, that feeling was, how that record came about, but also how was that feeling knowing that, yo, the song is going through a lot? Did you ever feel a bit afraid that what your contribution, which was the synthesizers, am I correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, your contribution would... Uh, be deleted. lost in the sauce. Yeah, lost in the sauce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Um. I guess I'll go. You know, like from the end and then. Got you. Right. And the trail back. Right. So like, yeah, I'm watching everything in real time, just like y'all yeah, at right. home, and I'm like, this is working. He's taking it to Timberland. <laughs> right. I'm like on the edge of my. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. like, goodness gracious, like, because at that point, it's just <clears> like. It's up to Timbaland just to be like, mm, take these scores out. Yeah. Kind of yeah. thing, yeah. And it's like that fast. It ain't no argument, no nothing. Like, yeah. I came to you for your opinion. So Timbaland saying, take the court, you know? So it was like, okay, cool. He just want to work on the drums. All right, cool. Boom, boom. You know, so it was dope to be able to live through the whole process. Right. But the actual process was the craziest thing I've witnessed by far. Uh-huh. And it was crazy because, like, I think... <clears throat> My expectations went. It was crazy any, anyway because he just called me. Right, right. So when I got there, long story short, I'm walking in a room, but I'm hearing like this techno music, like from right. the time I walk in the studio. Uh-huh. So I'm like going closer to the room, and it's in his room. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like right. I'm like, what is? And I've never heard Daft Punk. Mm-hmm. Give me so he's playing that, and I'm like, this nigga's on some de- techno. So I'll just right. go in the corner, roll up, you know what I'm saying, yeah. whatever. But right. I stayed in there and watched him make the whole thing. Right. So I, it's like, okay, I'm I'm just chilling, smoking. And then I'm like, wait, am I high? <laughs> like I am high, but like right. this is crazy. Like because right. I'm watching him turn <clears throat> certain sounds from something like mm. like the snare was crazy. Like. Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like how he's finding this, how he chopped up everything, working, yeah, then like going from that and then just boom, like establishing the kick, right. like establishing the tempo. He established the tempo and then went back to, I'm like, this the is OD. Man. Like he, right. he did the, most people would do the sample and then you build the drums around it. Right. He already had it in his head. Right. Wow. So he's like chopping it up, chopping it up. And then once, once he got the chops, he start boom. Boom, like with the kick, and I'm wow. like, you like, oh, I did not see that. This is back, yeah. I'm right. like, this is back so then. He put everything yeah. together. I'm like, oh my god, and I'm just wild. So by the time he gets the whole like sequence, right, he's like mid, right. Hey Mars, you hear something? Okay, you did what you had. I'm to like, uh, yeah, yeah. They give Mars a keyboard. He got me uh, either a motif or a phantom. Uh huh. Okay. And um, what you hear is like literally what I like. That was just, that was what, I just heard. what you heard and what was played, and that yeah. was it. And that's wow. even the more crazy part going back to what you're saying. Cause right. Kanye is super like, ain't no, he knows what he wants, but right. it's a different thing than Warren Campbell. Warren is gonna, hey, you mind if you da, 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 work this or work this around? He, he, Kanye would be like, nah, Star Star Wars. 
<laughs> and you gotta figure that out. You gotta right. figure out what Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you know right? Yeah, that's funny, bro, dog. It's, so, it's funny but, but yeah, go ahead, go ahead. It's funny because in hindsight, that those chords on the record mean a lot. So it's the record for, for yeah. that to be like in your. Th- to think about it, like, yo, the chords almost didn't make it or could have not made it or something like that. Right. It's insane. So kudos. That's um that's one of my favorite no, that's my favorite album. Right next to Thriller of All Time. For sure. Wow. So, Same for all, for, all, for, for both me and him go back and forth on that yeah. all the time, dog. So like, you know, when it comes to just you um with keys and things of that nature, mm-hmm. I know that you obviously probably get inspired, cut at home and stuff like that. Like is there, like, what is your setup, for instance? Like, when you just laying down ideas and stuff like that, like, what's your setup? That's a great question. So, um, I have, at my studio, I have it, like, like a spaceship, literally. It's like uh-huh. I, like a cockpit in, pause. And, <laughs> and, like, it's like, you know, at my chair, it's like, um, I got my Mackie right here. It's just a regular Mackie mixer. Okay. For my drums, snake to go through. I got my drums in the booth. Mm-hmm. Um, I got an ox coming out of there just in case. Mm-hmm. Right here, I have my um, my auto tune PV uh, mixer, okay. so I can run a mic live. So everything outside where I'm at is live. Right. Um, and then I have my uh, Zoom mixer. Mm-hmm. That's an interface for everything that's live. Gotcha. So like okay. all my keyboards. Um, I got like maybe four or five keyboards over there. My DJ uh, set up right. for Serato stems, mm-hmm. any ideas. Right. And then my laptop set up right here, Reason, and then I got Reason on my main computer. And then my uh, rows to the right. Wow. So like everything, and my TV. Mm-hmm. So everything in the room is it's live. just and live. it's going into Reason. Wow. Into Reason. So TV, everything. Oh. Right. Yeah. Wow. Even the, the auto-tune PV, like all of that stuff is being is coming right into Reason centrally. In that yeah. Thing. Because wow. I don't, I mean, like, and my thing, the reason why I did that is because a lot of times we just work. Like right. we get to it and it's like you you don't want to lose. I always say you don't want to lose, you don't want to be the person that lose the million dollar idea if you don't have a million dollars to give it to. Right. So it's like right. I want to be able to always have everything live and record. So I start going to the playing to the keyboard. Like right. you playing something on the keyboard and I hear something, it's right. like I should be able to record it right now. Right, you know? right. So I got the PV right there. So we ain't got to wait for the auto-tune. Reason is already up. Right. We can record in Reason while he's loading Pro Tools. Right, you right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... Funny, we, we was talking to Rance um, yeah. recently. We had uh, spoke to him the other day and he was talking about how back in the day, like, he was like, yeah, man, like, we kind of opened up that conversation of, like, workflow. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that, yeah, back in the day, bro, we would just be taking turns on laptops. Yeah. You know, like, Facts. y'all be switching laptops out and just doing it. So when you say that in my head, I feel like that's you, like, all right, I want everything laid out. Exactly. If you want to play keys and stuff like that. How important is that workflow? Because you collab a lot, like, with... Mm-hmm. A lot of people. How important has that been for your career? Just having that workflow and ease of use of like, okay, I want everybody to be able to work like at the same time to get ideas, like jamming and stuff like that. Yeah, it's really it's um it, I think it's essential because um like I said, a lot of songs come up like that. Okay, you know, so like if you don't have time to think, a lot of time the you can allow the magic just to happen. Mm, you know okay. what I'm saying? So I don't like, and that's what I people that are around me. I'm like. If I start getting to, because there, there's no such thing as writer's black. Let me just say that right. Okay. Now. So you either thinking too much or you're just about to do a wax song. Gotcha. And like mm-hmm. people are afraid, like ego, right. we were talking about earlier. Right. They're afraid to say they're about to do a wax song. Uh-huh. So they want to try to keep making it better and try to figure out how to make the wax song better. Just finish the wax song right. and then do a better song. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, that's how 
I feel when you're walking in the studio. Uh-huh. Somebody might be like going through some shit and it's like I play some chords and they automatically hear a cadence and boo, like we lie. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you can record everything there. Right. right. Um, Buddy, the, the last time he recorded, the first time he recorded at my studio, we recorded like that and he, he wanted to record the other day. Uh-huh. And they calling me like, yo, he said he want to record the first, like how he did the first. I'm like, well, it's live. Like, just right. do everything live. Because right. they, they thinking he going to go in the booth. And just do it. Right. right. So it's the same thing. You know, sometimes it's just comfort. You know, right. you could right. be on the couch just kicking it, coming right. up with the song. It feels more natural that way. Like, mm-hmm. everything comes together and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to fast forward to 2018, 2017. Okay. Uh, and the famous Victory Lap sessions at Paramount. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk a little bit about that. You said a lot of it was done in Reason. Were multiple of you guys using Reason? I know uh, Rance. Yeah, going on and Ableton on about. junk. He was a, he was he was going crazy with Ableton, <laughs> dog. Like yeah, <laughs> that, <laughs> that good yeah. shit. <laughs> I mean, to, you know, to each his own. Um, yeah. So all of the like original initial beats were done in Reason. Mm, gotcha. So like everything that Mike and Keys and I mm-hmm. touched was done in Reason. Gotcha. Yeah. Mike and Keys and I touched the majority of the record. Right. That's boom. That's that's just, that's what, just it what it is, right? So uh-huh. you take those songs. Right. If it was, you know, you see in the records where we playing over the records and we right. doing. You, you might be using Ableton for your sound, which yeah. I don't think that was really happening. Not when I was around because yeah. we was in reason. Right. So we was using the. If you go to YouTube uh-huh. mm-hmm. and you see oh, Nip in there smoking. They on Mikey Key's computer right. and Reason. Right. Gotcha. Oh, they use Reason as well. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm, I'm discovering Why this think right we... now. Yeah. He said, come on, baby. That's He's like, look, like, come yeah. on, dog. Like, it was, of course, yeah. That was the sound. <laughs> right. And a lot of those sounds are stock sounds, too. Wow. Wow. That's the sound of Reason. Holy. It the is. The sound of Reason. It is. I remember I told so you. Something like uh, Dedication, which is probably one of my favorite beats on the album. Damn, like just to think about that. Like, so maybe. I'm, a, I'm not, I can't give everything away, but like, of course, of course. so that last sound that's playing at the end where I'm playing the chords, mm-hmm. that's the roads in reason. Wow, Whoa. that is the stock road, like road, roads in, in reason. reason. Yes. Oh and wow. Are those the same. Uh, those stock plugins are those, are those the same plugins they give in the Reason Plus bundle subscription thing? Yeah, everything stopped. Wow. We just wow. kind of like, you know, after we go in the box, after we go in Pro Tools, you yeah. know, you can kind of shape things a little bit more, but or add, you know, yeah. certain tails and little shit like that. But wow. everything was coming straight out of reason. Wow. The drum, the, all the drums, uh-huh. the reason why the drums sound like they sound is because they were coming out of reason. The only drums that didn't were the songs that other producers did. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, okay, I get like what you Like Jake saying. One or, right. you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. Right, right. right. But so, the other 70% of the mm-hmm. album... Was or, out of reason with stock sounds. Wow. Wow. Of course, our sounds, but, yeah, you know what I'm saying, the drums and yeah. stuff, but, like, this, the sounds, like, the that gangster lead, like, rap nigga sound, that's a reason lead. Wow. Whoa. Holy. All right. That's a, we got, I'm giving y'all too much. Yeah. But I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, popping yeah. this bundle. Don't be I'm shitting just, on reason. We y'all ain't got no reason. <laughs> y'all ain't got no reason. This no reason, man. So I want to say, what was the, what was, because we hear a lot about these sessions and we, um, it's something that, I didn't even know it was on YouTube, like a bunch of the videos. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, I'm some of it is. Like, yeah. it's, I seen, I seen, um, I seen a while, a while ago, uh, 
something that was a victory. It might be on. It might be on the uh, 1500 page. Actually, okay, gotcha. Yeah, it might be on the 1500 page. Okay. So, what was one of the like sessions where y'all just made like you know it was one like one of your favorite sessions from that uh, block? Um, I think. Well, my <laughs> what's crazy is like the same song that I was talking about. Now that I think about it. When he recorded it mm-hmm. was when I felt like the most excited about it, and we he recorded it like years ago, like wow, okay. way before you know what I'm saying, probably around like Crenshaw mm-hmm. time or something like. Oh that. damn, okay, wow. you know what I'm saying, right. um, timeless, That's and like huh. the way that he like went in the booth and like sang and did mm-hmm. the whole like he wanted to sing it, and I'm like okay, Nip, like yeah, you know what I'm saying, and yeah. like. He like, nah, okay, y'all got y'all stepping y'all shit up, okay. I gotta step my shit up That's too, okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it made me be like, dang, okay, like this nigga really taking this shit like yeah. serious. serious. He's not just right. trying to like just rap, you know, because we've seen the, uh, you know, we were his only producers. We see Absolutely. that was like that was our artist. Right. So you know, we've seen the whole growth even before we was working with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you right. gotta study the artist before you work with him. Right. So it was like to be, you know, become friends, become brothers, and then and he looking up at us and he like, yo, I'm gonna keep this plaque in, in my room just for inspiration and shit. Yeah. That's why I bought all Nip's plaques. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because he was the main one that was like, I got him on the um on Tips record. Uh, on Tip's album, uh, Trouble, <coughs> uh, Heavy as the Head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and I actually end up being on a song, too, playing the keys on the song. Uh, DJ Toomp produced it. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And Victoria Monet was on the song as wow. well. Wow. Um, You've been around for so long, man. I know see, you seeing her progression is wild. Crazy. And shit. Like, and yeah. I, it's, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah. Shout out to her, too. For She's real. doing amazing. Right. Um, but yeah, it was just dope, like, being able to see, like, you know, the progression, because we... Both are taking it's a it's a musical marriage, right. you know what I'm saying, right. and a brothership. So to be able to like convey how this person feels musically, mm-hmm. and for him to be able to put the you know the right. lyrics to it to not only say how he feels but to inspire other people, right. and give people a, a a map and a blueprint. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, you got Nip singing, dog. Like I ain't gonna lie. Like yeah, even okay. when I first he did that though. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what made it fun. I ain't, right. I can't even take credit. You know, right. every, every, I don't know what everybody else is doing, but you know right. he did that. You right. know what I'm saying? So right. it was just dope for me to be able to experience and be able to like you know add to his vision right you know what I'm saying? right right yeah. that's it's, crazy it's, how that came about it's amazing how integral to his sound you guys are and the fact that it was kept uh around after he passed r.i.p nip um and one of my favorite songs from him and this is me being an east coast guy getting onto nipsey uh post crenshaw but that what it feels like. And I'm from hmm. the East Coast. I'm New York. Hove is my favorite rapper. We but love him on the East, though. What it feels like. Facts. Vocals aside, that beat is one of the, probably <laughs> my favorite 1500 beats. Right. Because the drums is insane. I just want to... Was that something done? That's the reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's Michael Keys, myself, <laughs> Rance. Um, let me not cut off your question. Yeah. Was that something that was done what? Or was, I'm um, was it done prior to his passing um, or... Was it really, really brought to life after with like additional production? Yeah. So the story of that is, um, we initially made the beat for Jay Z. Wow. Oh wow. So like, you know, as you can hear, we like just put our foot in. Like we, yeah, we, we was like, yeah. All right, this gotta go crazy. Boom, 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 all the shit. And um, uh, I think uh, end up sending it to Guru. Uh, you know, Jay Z had it. Mm-hmm. And um, 
fast forward many years later, mm-hmm. they're working on the the movie. Yeah, Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Got you. Okay. <clears throat> so they like, all right, cool. Um, let's do this for Nip. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we like, right. yo, Nip, they want a song with Nip and Jay. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, so we send the same beat that we send. Right, initially. Right. Yeah, Jay. Right. And it was like, it. With the, it's over. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Wow. So it was like, you know, already having like the song uh-huh. and already having certain, some of the, you know, pieces, right. of course, just, you know, helped enhance it. But yeah, after we did that and everything was solidified, then we went in the studio and did like all the posts. Right. Because it's like, flushed it's, it out. Yeah. Exactly. It's amazing. Like the last two minutes of that post uh, rapping is just a cinematic. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah. It feels, um, was that recorded on a different beat from Nip, or was that on that beat? No, it was. It was. I, I believe. <clears throat> you know what? I believe the first version that we sent mm-hmm. was the same uh, version that Nip was on. Got you. Uh, okay, you so that was saying? true to the. So like, okay. So you know, we just had to be able to like uh, rearrange the music, yeah. bring it back to life. You know what I'm saying? Right. For the four or five years later. Right. But we did have a session. That's that's. Definitely on YouTube as well, um, where we just you know went in and filmed everything. Like mm-hmm. doing all the post guru was there. Yeah. Had Terrace come through. Wow. Uh, BJ the Chicago Kid is on oh, it. Wow. Marsha Ambrosius is on it. The original song. Yeah. I'm I'm not sure how how long that version is, but the original song is I believe nine minutes. Jeez. Oh wow. Okay. It's gotcha. not too far from that. Yeah, I think it's five or six. I let that play. Yeah. Every time. Who's it? Right. And it was. Um, we had her, fucking shit. Wow, James Fonleroy, yeah, um, yeah, BJ the Chicago oh, yeah. Kid. Uh, I uh, hear BJ now that you say that. Yeah, yeah. word. When he wow. said, I was like surprised. That's amazing. And when it, um, I just out of curiosity, do you think there'll be more moments like that where y'all get to work and go back on some of the um work y'all did while he was with us? Mm. Um, I, like for me personally. <laughs> I'm with whatever the family want to do. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I so that. I just, you know, out of respect of, you know, everything they want to do, right. I'm just here for whenever they call. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm right. just... Understood. I'm, I'm glad to be a part of the legacy and I'm glad to, you know, uh, be able to properly respect mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. carry the torch for what he was doing. You know right. I mean? understand. That makes sense. When it, yeah. when it comes to that stuff, I always feel like, you know, when you guys get together... You guys have such a pocket, you know yeah. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. with your music and stuff like that. So that's why I was so interested, and I was glad you asked. Mm-hmm. As far as if Nip recorded it, you know, at least within that pocket of sound, because mm-hmm. it does feel natural. Like th- th- those records still, you know, even po- posthumously, just still feel very natural to them and stuff like that. Um, what would you say when you guys get together is your signature, like as a collective? Like I have my ideas, right? But what would you say how y'all would identify y'all sound collectively, like when y'all get together and stuff like that? You mean like the sound of Nip or just y'all? No, just like you and like the whole me, fifteen hundred. Yep, okay. you and um, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. I think just like um like. Really musical LA f- gangster shit. Yeah, you know Abs- what I'm absolutely. Like, yeah, churches in there somewhere. Yes, like real musical. I think that come with the real musical. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. the foundation is the church. So I would right. say real church musical right. gangster mm-hmm. shit. Yes, you know what I'm saying. And I and I agree with you so much because to me, it's, y'all have such a pocket. Like when I'm listening to a lot of y'all production, mm-hmm. I'll say to myself, like. 
whoa, like this ain't no like middle of the mall. Like, oh, no. As, this wasn't made like one guy in a doll. Like, you know what I mean? I can really feel like the musicianship on mm-hmm. y'all. So that's why I asked because I was wondering, like, I feel like y'all don't even realize, you know, or even notice it. It's just, that's just what y'all come from, like, solely, you know what I mean, to start. So I'm, I'm a big fan of, and I just, I'm just saying this out loud as a statement, I'm just a really big fan of y'all pocket and swing mm-hmm. as far sure. as what y'all bring to the table and then how you guys use your instrumentation to also keep the record interesting. Yeah. Like, I could tell you're working in Reason and, you know, everybody else is working in different dogs, but y'all also listen to, like, listen to the song, correct me if I'm wrong, like, mm-hmm. what else does this need? Like, how can we keep right. carrying it along? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to you structuring, mm-hmm. right, with all of you guys producing, like, how does that process go for you? Like, are you guys, like, jam session, let it be like, okay, this is, like, the core of the record, and then how do you say, okay, here's a B section, here's a... Like, how does that process work for y'all with all of y'all, like, kind of working and stuff like that? Um, It depends on what type of session it is. Uh, if it's just one artist and we're all working f- with that one artist, mm. we started playing what we call musical chairs, which is like, mm. you know, I'll start or Brody may start the beat. Brody, let's say Brody start the beat, and then whenever he get up, you know, like if I already hear something and Rans don't, then I'll you know sit down, and I'll do what I hear, right. and I'll get up. And but we always leave space for. Mm-hmm. You know, we just do whatever the first thing we hear right. and leave space yeah. for something else and then he gonna do what he to hear and it's like 99% of the time uh-huh. it's, it's not really like a conversation of like uh, I don't fuck with that right. I, think it's, I think it's more of like all of us individually studying to try to be the best producers individually mm-hmm. and then as we came together as a collective right it was already things we just knew not to do. Yeah. Right. And then as right. we're learning each other, we know like, oh, he's fire at, maybe I should let Brody play the bass. Right. Maybe I should let Chuck play the guitar. I'm over here struggling. Like, right. You know, so we start seeing people's strong suits and right. it's just easier to, you Maneuver. know, let them do that shit or not. You know what I'm saying? Maybe right. it's just like, because I have records where I'm playing. Show me what you got. I initially played the bass on. Interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. So, like, to that, like, gotcha. Chuck is always late. <laughs> Rest in peace. But like, you know, it's yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But when right. Chuck walked in, it's like, oh, shit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Chuck, here's the bass. Yeah, Chuck, what do so, you think? For sure. He's doing all the doom, 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 doom. Right. All that, you know, that's Uncle Chuck. Wow. Yeah, I wanted to rewind to that uh, and bring it back to when that happened. I could imagine, um, if I'm not mistaken, that was the first, like, joint that, that went. With um, as far as hits are concerned, with fifteen hundred, as far as like as a band, yeah, 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 gotcha, for yeah. sure. Um, how did that come to be, and what was that feeling? Just knowing like, well, we got this. Not only a dope record, but the single because we see the video of the like the guy playing the drums all the time. Dog, it's so inspiring. So I would love to. Uh, yeah, shout out to my guy Bam. Um, <laughs> it was dope, man. Like we, how it came about. We was working with Just Blaze and. He was working on Detox. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, shit, shit never came out, so I'm, yeah. of course I can oh. say it. Yep, it's all good. But, uh, uh-huh. Yeah, so he was, he was, or supposed to be working on Detox, right. working, for, for, working for Dre, but mm-hmm. um, he had called us up there, and we walked in, and he had that sample, like the... That was already going. Wow. So he was like, yo, I got something I need y'all to kill. Like, this is... Boom, boom. Right. And um, as soon as we heard it, we just went like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like we literally went crazy. Like, bam, went straight to the drums. Wow. I went straight to the, you know, organ. Like, you know. Right. We just kept. Jeez. You know what I'm saying? And then like, it was like everybody was, it's, it's footage of that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Lex Luger, all these, all like the 
I, I call them my little homies, but no disrespect. Right, all, yeah. all my, you know, the younger homies, they like, yo, bro, I used to watch that video bro. all the time. Like, yes. you don't know how much right. you've been like contributed. Like, nigga, it was if it wasn't for that video, I probably wouldn't be making beats. Right. Videos, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. So it was dope to be able to like document that mm-hmm. at that time. But right. the feeling of that was just crazy because it was like, we could finally do what we do. Right. Yeah. You know what right. I'm saying? It's, right. And it's like, right. what the fuck? You, we doing something. We doing church for Dr. Dre? Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, it was like. get a band. Yeah, you we was in mean? heaven. So, and yeah. then, you know, after getting, turning it in, we did. We just did it, forgot about it. And Just Blaze called me one day. I remember I was right up here at the street walking to Thrifties to get some ice cream. <laughs> and he called me, bro. And he was like, yo, <clears throat> listen to this. Wow. Wow. Phone that's fire. And you like, oh. I'm hearing Jay-Z. Fire. like, yes, I'm named the Michael Jordan. Jordan I'm like, yo, we did it. Like, I'm in the parking lot. I'm like, oh, I'm like, losing yeah, my yeah, shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yo. <laughs> like, yeah, Jay got on it. Boom, boom, boom. Like, right. super pause. And like, you know, that was it, bro. I was like, okay, we did it. And that was the first time my dad was like, you know, my dad's a pastor. So, mm-hmm. oh, wow. my first record... <clears throat> Was uh, Gangsta Love. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not really a cool title. Then the second record was Which One of You Bitches Like Me uh-huh. by Snoop. Not really a cool title. So it was like, <laughs> it kept being shit I couldn't really, I was proud of, but I couldn't say, hey, hey dad, dad, I did Which One of You Bitches Like Me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was like, I couldn't, you know, but this song was like, dad, I did a song for Jay Z. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You like know. the whole band, like our whole band. Like, right. You know what right. I'm saying? And right. he was like, yo, I heard it on the Budweiser's commercial. And wow. you go to church. Yeah, my son did. Oh, show me what you got. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. show me what it's, you it's, got. It's yeah, funny because I'm, I'm, I'm from the church as well. Mm-hmm. And I have very, very, very religious parents. So I would love to hear about that being I knew you were going to say that. Man, so my place was, I ain't going to lie, it wasn't until um, I recently did um, caught something on the Drake album. And oh, that's, fire. Congrats. That's, thank you, brother. Big congrats, bro. Big congrats. That's bro. what my, like, that's what I was able to go to my mom and say, all right, well, we got a big one, not just right, one, but right, big right, joints. Right. I wonder how that was, um, especially your pastor's kids, so. Right. That's even, yeah, I feel like there's yeah, a little more on that. Yeah. Up yeah. on the level. Heck yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the song, it was fire because it was just like, I feel like that was kind of like a, a stamp, you know right. what I'm saying, so to speak. Yeah. Like they, you know. They already knew what I, that I was serious about what I was doing, but it was right. just like, okay, now I, I can see like the fruits of your labor. Like, right. like now you starting to see like, okay, like this is dope. This, this Jay Z is the yeah. you know Pinnacle one of the kind biggest rap. Yeah. So you know after that happened, um, I think like that was like a, a dope thing. But I I feel like to answer your question, mm-hmm. the bittersweet shit was the Chris Brown record because that was like my biggest record. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. Okay. Um, as a producer, right. or one of my biggest records as a as a producer, so producing "Take You Down" is not also a title that I would want to say. That I hate right. this song, yeah. so Chris I ain't really even talk about it. You right. know what I'm saying? I just kind of was like, "Yo, I did a song for Chris, Chris Brown. Brown." Right, right. And then you know, um, yeah, my mom like would get like my royalty checks and stuff, like get my checks. Right. So you know, it would be always like, "Oh, you got you know, like okay, yeah. mom, right. oh, you got boom." Like Lamar, I was like, yeah. She's like, you, uh, you need to quit. You need to keep working with Chris Brown. <laughs> I was like, why you say that? You got a check for X amount. Yeah. I'm like, this is crazy. So wow. that I feel like that was like the, 
highlight of me, like, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Being yeah. endorsed, like, yeah. really, like, mm-hmm. them getting, like, I wanted to, be like, I told you, like, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, I've been telling but you. But it's like, right, right. until they see, like, you, and I think it's more so about, like, you know, having parents like that, you know, that are very spiritual, they, they always want, of course, the best for you. So sure, it's like, sure. they don't want you to be out working and grinding and for not money. having money and yeah, yeah, you ain't yeah. sleeping and doing all this. It's like, right. like, you're doing all of this and you know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> you gotta, we don't see nothing from it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right, it's like, right. you gotta you gotta be paid, you know? Right. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, you can relate to to that experience. And mm-hmm. I, uh, I think like it's dope to be able to have those experiences and be able to talk about them because a lot of people have those <clears throat> backgrounds and a lot of people don't. So right. they can be able to, you know, have the insight. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, man, that was. I think that was the best like time. To yeah. Be able to... And that's that's so true. Like, uh, you know, I, I, is it okay to say how old you are, my brother? Is it okay? He's only 20 years old. So Jeez. I was I was with him uh, when he was very young, and I remember. Uh, when he was like 15, I, like 15 and coming to my crib and, you know, I caught on to him and I was like, oh, this dude's super talented. And I was like, yo, come on, like, let's start, like, you know, like, let's start getting used, used to the studio and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And I remember, you know, he was like, I got to be home by nine. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. that type of shit. And I was like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. And I remember... I'm getting there yeah. and long story short I knew in the back of my mind I was like okay I know how his parents are I came to that house met them you know because mm-hmm. he's spending a lot of time with me mm-hmm. and I'm trying to let them know like yo he's in a good home like my yeah. you know my mom is cooking for us and yeah. you know stuff like that so I was just like no he's good and I remember I said I was like they're not gonna believe until they see you know they see yeah. something and I remember one time when we got the placement with Neo and we did the live yeah. and then Dude, next next month I I took him to LA. Like you know what I mean. Like so, it's just I'm just yeah. glad that you shared that story because I think there's a lot of kids out there mm-hmm. that parents may not, you know, they just think it's a cool hobby and stuff, right. and yeah. they're they waiting. Don't get it. Yeah, they don't get it. Yeah, until they see it and exactly. stuff like that. So it's just fun to even hear on your level. Like you already had stuff going on. Like mm-hmm. I mean, this is take you down. And you're, you're still trying to prove you. You know, right, trying to right, prove right, yourself to your parents. Right, so right. I just want to know, like, let a lot of kids know, like, you know. You seek the validation for your parents, but at the same time, just stick to it and just kind of like, you know, just work it out. It'll come in there, and stuff yeah. like that. But I sure. I really appreciate that story, though. Uh, like, I really do. Yeah. Also, it's too. Little, uh-huh. just cut a little slack because I've heard a lot of stories of just strained relationships because mm. of that. Um, yeah. And at the end of the day, always understand it is uh, them wanting the best for their kid right. because mm-hmm. it's almost a reflection. How you so, turn yeah. out is a reflection of how you were raised. Mm-hmm. Right. So I can mm-hmm. imagine. And my parents, like, were, they came to the country. Yeah, they came to the country very like in the nineties, and you know what I mean. So it was like right. it's weird for them to see me take that forte when at one point it was like my dad was nineteen, get, trying to get that medallion in New York City, right? Yeah. Hard, back. hard job, and then <laughs> driving to Jersey for for nursing and all of that shit. Right. So um, it's easy to to dismiss them as well because they might be a little hard, but also understand it's if like the one of the best things you could have is two loving parents to come home. And that's something that a lot of people aren't lucky enough to have. That's right. And, um, yeah, that's something that just cherish it, especially For sure. uh, if it's 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 on the horizon, man. Yeah. yeah. Don't quit. I ain't saying, yo, they said don't do it, so you're not going to do it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, understand that without this, the game is the game, right? Yeah. Right. And people come, people go. We, we may get our popping record, and then we might not have anywhere else to go. Right, but right. I mean, as long as you have a home to go to. Foundation. For sure. That foundation to go to. What you going to say? It's tough. Um, no, I was actually going to say, since we actually landed on it, again, since I called out in the beginning, that was just like a full 
bomb drop with Take You Down and then Logic, especially when you um, were speaking on the musical chairs process that you and the rest of 1500 have. Mm -hmm. What was that like, specifically when you said that you, you learned so much, you guys learned so much from each other. What was that experience like, like producing Take You Down, specifically even in Logic? And just what did you learn as a producer from that, like, song? Good question. Um, I learned... Well, the second part of that question, I learned not to have... I learned to have your own sounds. <laughs> so I have my own sounds now. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Sound kit. Shout out to Band Lab. I got, you know, my own shit. Bad. Compositions. But more importantly, it was just like learning how to format and learning like the intricacies. Like, you know, like... Um, <clears throat> so it was a, a it was a great mistake that happened. So like, hmm. if you didn't know about the MIDI, or if you don't know about MIDI, if you like playing the keyboard and you playing the sustain, hmm. and you cut off at a certain part, then you know if you don't cut off at a certain part before it stops, then the sustain will keep going. Right. So I didn't know how to get to the edit menu, none of that shit. I didn't even know why it was still sustaining. Right. So that ended up being like one of the fire parts in the song. Yeah. Uh -huh. Just because I didn't want to go bother these niggas because I'm trying to figure it out. So it was like, yeah. not finna go bother them to go, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. So I was right. just like, uh, let me just let the sound die out for like two bars. Right. And then I just paced everything after that. Wow. Right. You know what I'm saying? So wow. it was like, of okay. course now I know what to do. But mm -hmm. then right. it was like, what are you going to do? Like, right. why right. am I going to finish the song? Right. And so you if I finished, didn't yeah. finish the song or if I'd have just been like, ah, yeah. there goes take you down. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? So right. it's like, right. that was just me experimenting and I'm like learning the sounds. I don't know what sounds I'm using. I'm just mm -hmm. going through <clears throat> patches and just yeah. doing yeah. shit. Yeah. Right. But I know what I hear. So I'm going to as close as possible. Right. Yeah. You know, so... Um, no EQ, none of that shit. Like, right. every, my version was very, like, you know, uh -huh. before it got to A and Harvey and, mm -hmm. you know, Ruben and, you know what I'm saying, right. uh, uh, Damon and everybody, you know, mixing <laughs> and putting that shit on it in right. post-production. Right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, drums, flat, everything. Yeah. Right. Just, wow. just straight up just production, dog. Were those, right. um, were those intro uh, keys, were those uh, a stock Logic uh, plugin yep. or was that? Yeah. Wow. That was the... Um, <clears throat> What is it called? The MK88 something? Like yes, that. Yeah. I, I can see it right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. I haven't used Logic in a while, but right. Like, but you remember? Little black, yeah. Yeah. Imagine, um, wow. At the time, I love that you you emphasized on having your own sounds because you were producing at a time where the YouTube remakes. So imagine hearing your hit record that you made, and you're like, yo, this nigga made it to the T. I didn't drop the instrumental. Like, right, right, right. yeah. <clears throat> right. Facts. Super dope. Um, yeah, so now I want to shift over to present day. And something we've seen in your teammate James re very recently, but you've been on it for a while, mm. and that's uh, stepping into your artistry. I would love to know mm. the, how you balance being an artist and uh, also being a sought-after producer, man. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> um... <laughs> My mind, I'm trying to filter the things on mine. Everyone knows I'm crazy. So I was about to just be like, I quit. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, I think the great thing is like being blessed enough to be able to only work with people I wanted to work with. Right. Like my whole career. Mm. So I, that's never been something that um, like has bothered me. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, I, like, I'm more turned off by people like, yo, you want to work on Beyonce and Rihanna? Yeah. And it's right. Like, that is like, it vexes my spirit. Get because you. it's like, uh -huh. 
I don't want to do something that a million people are doing. You right. know what I'm saying? Like now, if it's like, yo, I got Beyonce on the phone. Like she want to come to the studio. That's a different conversation. Right. But I would rather be, you know, building my own legacy right. and right. like doing the shit that all the artists don't want to listen to. Mm-hmm. Right. Understood. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Like you know, the, I I said I said this the other day um, on the R&B Money podcast. It's like you can't not give the information just because people don't want the information. Right. There's more people that want it that you just don't know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know For sure. So yeah. it's like, you know, I had to get to a point where it's like we have we all have responsibilities. You right. know what I'm saying? If we feed the information responsible for the next generation and our culture. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So right. um yeah, I think that was just kind of like one of the things uh um I just started thinking about the James shit that he was saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. but uh, going back to the James, going back to the James thing, uh-huh. like how it how that happened was just like when you, uh, going back to my uh, being a producer, right? When you know how to construct a song and you know how to write a song, right? And you're enlisted as a producer to work with certain artists, or you paid to work with certain mm-hmm. artists, and it's like you just paid to just. Do what you're doing, right? You know They're right. not paying you for your expertise. I don't want to no. hear like just do what I, if this is fire, yeah, yeah. right? Just I just want the beat, right? You know what I'm saying right. so. A lot of those sessions just again vex my spirit because yeah. it's like uh, it kind of keeps not feel, fire. Feel and like then at that point, it's like I, now I got I'm not compromising no more. Now I don't want to, and it's like makes it hard because it's like I don't want to work with independent. I can't say I don't want to work with independent artists, right? <laughs> just because these. 10 don't want to listen or right. like I got it figured out I want you to hey do me a take you down like mm-hmm. bro you coming in 15 years late like <laughs> right. you right, know right. what I'm saying you trying to right. chase the sound that was already like you should do your own sound right like, let's do something new fresh so right. I right. think like that pushed me more into like seeing all the things that I asked of different artists and all of the different things that you know what I'm saying like I would expect an artist and right. I just start kind of like putting that pressure on myself and um, I think, you know, that's the dope thing. So it's it's easy for me to have the million beats that I have and, right. like, be able to, you know, kind of, you want some R&B shit? You want some pop shit? Because I already had, like, workflow of doing that. Got yeah. you. It's like, all right, I'm going to spend one week <laughs> of doing 60 shit. Right. One, one week of doing 70 shit. One week of doing 80 shit. One right. Week of right. One week of R&B, pop, country, alternative. Right. Like, so anytime somebody hit me, I got something close to whatever. Right. Or you know at least you got a bunch of like skeleton kind of fundamental yeah. exactly. references, Sonics. ideas, something right. in the range. Like, mm-hmm. right. oh, something like that. All right, cool. You right, know right. Opposed to just not being ready, you got to cook everything from scratch. That's actually a great, I'm not going to lie from a producer standpoint, like that's like a great idea because in the back of my mind I say, okay, at the end of the day, the fundamentals of music are the fundamentals of music, right? right? Like we have the 60s, 70s, 80s, the 90s, mm-hmm. even the 2000s mm-hmm. as a sound reference. So, in my head, and I just want to make sure I stamp this part, is like, you can say, okay, I'm going to be on my 2000 shit right now. Exactly. And make a bunch of stuff like that. And maybe the one artist will be like, yo, I like that. And you'll be like, okay, good. So we found a car. Like, this is the car we're going right. to do. Let's go down that road and let's figure out how we can modernize this or make yeah. it yours. Mm-hmm. That's actually a great, like, no cap. Like, that's yeah, why I wanted absolutely. to stop right there. That's actually a good thing to use. Absolutely, man. Mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, y'all got anything else there? No. I, would, I, that, I just wanted I was, to stand right there. I was about to say, I was like, I, I'm super good on that. But, um, what you got next, bro? Yeah, yeah like, what you got coming uh, up? Dropping, like, you dropping heck. heavy. Yeah, I'm 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 just dropping music. Um, I have a project I'm about to release. Uh, I just dropped my single 
Too Selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, single and video is out. Um, and you can find that just My Guy Mars. Yeah. Too Selfish. Right. Um, my Instagram, My Guy Mars. Mm-hmm. MyGuyMars.com. Right. Uh, my wine is LoveAndVibe.com. Wow. Oh, and wow. my candles are love. My candles are LoveFlames.co. Got nice. you. Wow. Okay. Shout out to you. Just dipping into stuff, other stuff. That's yeah, on brand for you. I'm sorry. For we didn't even talk about this. The the shows, the jam sessions. Mm. Yeah. After Church LA. Yes, sir. After Church LA is um, open mic concert series I do out out here. Um, it's more of a pop up now mm-hmm. okay. um, until we find the right venue. But right. DM After Church LA or myself. Gotcha. And Figure it out for you, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Man, I appreciate that, man. I'm not going to lie. Candles and wine is so on-brand for you, mm-hmm. dog. Because you, you, you're very smooth. You're very laid back. Yeah. I feel like that fits you. Like, I, I'm copping. Like, I forgot real. my glasses. I forgot I got them on. Oh, oh yeah. And, uh, new Vintage as well. Uh, shout out New Vintage. New Vintage, uh, we make glasses like these. Right. Have you have, like you've seen on myself or Snoop Dogg. Oh. Nice. Um, and yeah, we got a gang of different styles, right. black owned. Right. Everything, my cannabis, everything that I'm doing is black owned because I'm black. That's yeah, right. I black. was going to say, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie, bro. When you came in with the shades, I was like, damn, shit's hard. I'm going to ask him after. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I was going to figure it out. Like, yo, bro, damn, those are hard. Like, you know how men compliment each other? Yeah. But really, I'm like, yo, where you get that, bro? Like, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. nah, I appreciate that, man. You know, uh-huh. Mars, I, I really appreciate it, man. And I really, um, you know, just thank you for your time, bro. Appreciate like, you, like, for real, for I real. love what y'all doing. Th- thank, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, It means a lot when we get like producers of your caliber to just come on and just a chop it up with us and obviously you could tell like we just look want information we just want to right. talk to you and just like we just want to understand things and like your workflows and stuff like that so i hope you had fun on the podcast Love, um one yes. time make some noise for mars man yeah. yes sir this has been the my audio nurse podcast podcast for audio nurse like yourself please make sure you comment like and subscribe also remember one lucky person in that comment session is going to get that vip rosetta eq or compressor leave your at name on instagram so that we can actually dm you and tell you you won this has been the my audio nurse podcast until next time i, bet, I got a, i got a channel by the you way. do have a channel it does. that's all my fault that's all just subscribe what's your what's your site for your kids oh, yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. That too? if you want some drum kits if you want some hard loops and shit you know oh yeah um lj's music arc i'm sorry lj's archive.com you see i'm forgetting my- i know you forget your own self yeah. i feel <laughs> you jsarchive.com um and we got a new pack that's hard it's called sorry to bother you volume one so yeah go get that stay last right. and we are out of here my own new podcast until next time y'all